athletes I've had the privilege to work with and get to know seem to have the same idea about what is ahead of them as they begin this adventure of training to discover what they can grow into if they commit to being consistent in their preparation. It doesn't work that way very often, however. With three days to go at the Sapporo Olympics and the opening ceremonies just around the corner and the downhill race the day after, I had a flood of choices to make and... I could hardly get through each day without one giant distraction. The bigger the event, the more demands, the more demands, the more choices, the more choices, the more chances to make a right or wrong decision. Add to it that no race I had raced in had new snow almost every day and not just a little, but sometimes 30 centimeters overnight, meaning that yesterday's lines, the track, the terrain was a brand new course, it seemed, each day when you arrived for your training runs. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life Podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we hope you'll tell everybody you know to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe. Download, click on like, rate and review us, and become an 831-er, somebody that is inspired to help others live their best life because this podcast has inspired you to live your best life. Well, as I said, it's three days to the 32nd Olympic Games in Tokyo and 35 days to the 16th Paralympic Games coming up in August. And I hope you will watch the Olympics and the teams that you want to support and you will cheer loudly and make them hear it in Tokyo, wherever you are, when you're watching the Games. Well, athletes who have an event right after the opening ceremonies have to decide if they will participate in the opening ceremonies or not. The reason why this matters is because it requires hours of time of standing, waiting, and doing nothing. People with a purpose need to be active, not standing and waiting to get in formation, then to wait to parade in and then walk around the stadium and, well, in our case, stand in the center of the ice of the Olympic speed skating oval in the 72 Olympics throughout the ceremonies. You didn't even get to sit down. Nowadays, they at least get to sit down. You feel like a fish in a fish tank with people watching you as they peer through the glass. You learn more about people watching them as they have to deal with unwanted, unplanned, and unexpected activities. And I was thinking about how growing up on the farm and thinking of the fact that it was giving me a second chance after my accident at 10 years of age was preparation for the moment. I was there at the Olympics at 18. And I had done everything I could to get there and to put myself in a position to have a chance to maybe get to the podium. Maybe. But when we went to train, the course was snowy. Conditions waiting for the next training run were always delayed. Long bus rides to and from the mountain. It was less than an hour in distance, but took two to three hours each way. We never know if what we are going through right now is good or bad for us. We have a tendency to always think things are bad, not good. But everything you go through is good. Why? Because you're going to go through it anyway. So you might as well learn to turn it into an enjoyable experience. It's your choice. You have the power to choose what you will do with each moment of the day. You choose. Nobody else has to choose for you. From the moment we arrived, little followed the schedule we were told was going to happen at the Olympic Games. You adapt and change because you're going to go through it, either adjusting and turning it into energy for you to perform, or it will chew you up and sap your energy to perform. 
testing skills and wax and developing skis that were the right choices was a problem because the schedule was messed up. Getting your new clothes to fit that didn't fit that you just got the day before you arrived or when you arrived was a problem. So you had to find people that would sew and fix things. Traveling to and from the mountain for hours required us to get up three hours earlier just in case and sit and wait and stand by waiting for the word go. Coming back to the athlete's village, finding out you had five minutes to change, get to an event, meant your training plans for the afternoon flew out the window. You may eat later, you may not. Or you may have to make really important choices about not touching that fatty food at the event you were at. For me, I was on the farm. Yep, I was in Sapporo, but I was on the farm in my mind, just like the opposite. When I was on the farm driving the tractor, my dad used to say, son, your body's here, but your mind's in Switzerland. I drove a farm implement in the off-season. I was used to traveling 10 miles an hour all day, so you have to plan for it. I had headphones and cassette player and music and positive speaking tapes lined up. I knew what I was going to be doing. I knew my dad may not get to the field to provide me at mealtime, so you have a backpack loaded with food and fuel you will need at the right time. This was normal for me. If an implement broke down, you worked at it for hours trying to fix it. And sometimes you fixed it and sometimes you didn't. And dad would show up a few hours later with the service truck and the right tool and you waited. You trained while you waited. You did what you could do while you waited. It was like being at home. At 18, over 12,000 kilometers away from home, I was at home in the world handed to me there in Sapporo, Japan. Making choices to adjust was how I had lived for the last six and a half years. You would start out knowing that if everything were to run perfectly, you would finish seeding in 10 days. Yep, that's what it said. You could do so many acres an hour, and if every day went perfectly, you could do the seeding in 10 days. It never happened. It always took between 25 and 30 days, no matter what we did. And so you adjusted your thinking. It is within my power, your power to adjust, to smile, to look at what's important now on my skis. The word win I put on the piece of tape and adjust as it happened. I was told everything would be perfect at the World Cup and at the Games. It never happens, except on those rare days when it seems everything falls into place. And this also is a surprise because it's so unexpected. You're not used to it. And so you have to adjust the other way. When? What's important right now? You either own the moment by having a first responder's attitude of assessing the situation and making the next best decision on your emotions and own it. Or it owns you. You own the moment and you give yourself a chance to be ready to have won the battle of conquering what can boil up inside you. If not, someone will. And like so many Olympic game events, you may be surprised by who wins the gold. The medal you thought you had in your grasp is in somebody else's. I really did have the best life of ever. I really did. I had to work 17 to 19 hours a day all those six and a half years on the farm. Rarely did I get to sleep. Work sitting outside facing the wind, the heat, the rain, the sleet, the snow, the slowness of progress and the physical work to prepare and get the most important thing done, the seeding, so that we would have a harvest in the fall. I watched athletes sigh, speak, complain, become disheartened and not have the tools to deal with the constant change. We have all heard the statement, if life hands you a lemon, well, make lemonade. Woohoo! 
I think we should amend that. I think we should amend it big time. I think if life hands you a lemon, grow a lemon orchard so you have something that goes on day after day and you have someplace to go that isn't going to go away. All that you will learn in that kind of work will give you the growth you need to deal with unexpected challenges. Pain you didn't see coming. When a young athlete comes to me and asks, what does it take to get to the podium? I always want to tell them the same thing. I never have done this, but I've always wanted to. So this will be a first. I'm going to tell you now. Learn the meaning of all the two-letter words in the dictionary. Yes. Learn what no means. No one to say no. What we means. What does we mean? Who's on my team? And what are they doing on my team? What it is. What is it that I'm doing? Exactly. What if I do this? What happens? What is the best thing to do? What do I do now? If you can get a handle on all the two-letter words, you can handle whatever else is thrown at you. The games are just around the corner. It's going to be an exciting time for the next 16 days. I look forward to sharing the Olympics with you in those most difficult times. And who knows, maybe some of you watching will see the Olympic flame light in you and you will say, bring it on. Another two-letter word. I want to be a first responder and do what's important now. Thanks for listening. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. My quote for the day, it's not one of mine. I got this from Ralph, Ralph Waldo Emerson. Make the most of yourself, for that is all there is of you. 